morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. What's up, guys? It's July 7th. Hope everybody's off to a great start. And Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 premiered in London on this day 10 years ago. As a big Harry Potter fan, I remember the last movie. And I can't believe that it was 10 years ago, Charlie. I mean, that's crazy. It's so crazy because I feel like I was like very, it just feels very recent. It just feels like I really remember going to the theater and seeing it and it being the end of an era of movies. And it's so crazy that here we are now a full decade out from the initial release of the film. We are. And I do want to play a little trivia game with you guys in regards to Harry Potter to kind of test your knowledge. I want you guys to tell me how many staircases you think Hogwarts has. Is it 212? 110, 142, or 315. Let me know how many staircases you think Hogwarts has without cheating, guys. And with that being said, let's get right into the episode. Entertainment. Yes, sir. One of the biggest entertainment moments from yesterday, which I have mixed feelings about ultimately, but is Hugh Jackman teasing a return as Wolverine? There's nothing definitive as of now. He hasn't played the character in over four years, but could he be eyeing a potential return as Wolverine? Some of his posts on social media on his IG story have been fueling these rumors. On Monday, he posted a picture of a gloved hand with Wolverine's signature claws, as well as a picture of him with Marvel Studios and the MCU Master mind Kevin Feige. Marvel Studios has yet to cast any of the X-Men, but with actors like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield potentially appearing in the next Spider-Man, alongside the current Spider-Man and the introduction of the multiverse more widely, people are seeing the idea that maybe Jackman could return in some capacity. I feel like he had such an incredible send-off with Logan. It's arguably one of the greatest superhero films of all time. It was so sad to watch the first time. So I, I worry that this could dilute his final appearance a little bit. And then the other part of me just loves Hugh Jackman and wants to see him as Wolverine for the rest of my life. So I'm very split about it. I've also seen a lot of other just fun casting, recasting of Wolverine that people have speculated. Tom Hardy's a name I hear a lot. And I also know that a lot of people like the idea of casting a Wolverine who is more true to the comic books. Uh, Hugh Jackman is like 6'3 or 6'4, where, fun fact, Wolverine in the comics is supposed to be 5'1 or 5'2. He's supposed to be like exceptionally short. So people have tossed around a lot of other actors who are closer to that height, like Tom Cruise or other actors who are notably shorter than you would anticipate. Um, we'll see, man. I, I love the idea of getting to see Hugh Jackman again, but also I'd be ready to see somebody else take up the mantle. Yeah, and plus at 52 years old, you just got to wonder when is enough going to be enough. You know, I don't want to see a wrinkly Wolverine. I love Hugh Jackman, but he's getting up there in age. Gaming. A new Nintendo Switch model is coming out in October. Nintendo is known for putting out updated iterations of its consoles. Thankfully, that trend will remain intact now that we have a new Nintendo Switch model to look forward to. The newly announced Nintendo Switch OLED model, which is set to release Friday, October 8th, comes with a 7-inch OLED screen that makes its games look more visually appealing. 
This upcoming Switch model also features better audio output, a built-in wired LAN port, and 64GB of internal memory. The Switch OLED model comes in white and neon red, neon blue color variations and will sell for $349.99. It's huge. It's a huge update. I gotta get a Switch. Additionally, from Sony yesterday, uh, there's gonna be a new PlayStation State of Play this week, um, which is sort of these live streams that they do where they announce some of the forthcoming stuff for their console. They're ready to show off some more of their games library. The State of Play will be 30 minutes and will provide a nine-minute overview of Arcane Studios' death loop, which is much anticipated. Then the rest of the live stream will detail some additional indie games and a slate of third-party titles for the PS4 and PS5. You can check out this new State of Play this Thursday, July 8th at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern. We'll get to learn some more about what's coming up for Sony's consoles. Very exciting. And lastly, in the gaming world, tickets are now on sale for the Call of Duty League Major 5 Tournament. The return of live major esports competitions is now upon us. If you're looking to attend the Call of Duty League Major 5 Tournament, tickets are now on sale for the final two days of the action. This four-day tourney bracket will stretch from Thursday, July 29th to Sunday, August 1st, and the esports stadium in Arlington will host all the run-and-gun festivities. It's pretty crazy to realize that the last time Call of Duty fans got to watch some live competition action was back on March 9th of last year during Los Angeles' home series. It's been a while. Absolutely, and I know a lot of people are excited to get back in person for the CDL events. It'll be fun. Sports. In some Euro 2020 semifinal action, Italy defeated Spain on penalty kicks in a thrilling match that's going to send the Italians to the final. They will now play the winner of Denmark or England, who play later today at 3 p.m. in their semifinal tilt. And... For today's game, it'll be hard not to root for the blue-collar team that Denmark is. I mean, they're a group of, uh, not a group of guys, but they're a country that has won the Euros before back in 1992, and they were pinned as an underdog in that year, um, just like they are this year. So you never know what can happen. And especially after their best player, Christian Eriksen, suffered that cardiac arrest in their opening game, it's just a miracle that they're actually here, ready to play England in the semifinals. Collectibles. Something really fun from yesterday, McDonald's launched their Space Jam, a new legacy Happy Meal. They had done a Happy Meal like this in the 90s and have done a lot of sort of branded Happy Meals. But this year in particular, we've seen a lot of sort of collaborations between seemingly unrelated brands like Travis Scott's crossover with McDonald's or Charlie D'Amelio's with Dunkin' Donuts. And now we're finally seeing McDonald's and the much anticipated Space Jam 2 getting together for a crossover starting yesterday on Tuesday. You can now buy the special Space Jam, a new legacy Happy Meal at participating Mickey D's locations. And the meals come with one of the 12 toy versions of the Toon Squad. So you got Bugs, Lola, Bunny, Taz, Daffy Duck, just to name a few of them. But there's 12 tunes total. This is the first time that these cartoons have been featured in a McDonald's Happy Meal since 1996 when they were featured in a Happy Meal for the original Space Jam. And now they're back. I'm personally excited because it's just fun toys, fun to see them, but I'm interested to see how this will impact the collectibles market. I imagine a lot of people are going to be um, buying them up to see if their resale value goes up in the future. Maybe they'll we'll see these fetching some crazy prices years down the line. I'm curious um, to see what happens. But as of now, I know that I might have to just go out and get a little Happy Meal so that I can get a couple of toys and also some French fries. And with that... That's all we've got for today. For more detail on these stories and more, head over to 137pm.com or check us out on all of our social media platforms. We'll be back tomorrow. You know the drill. As always, remember to stay curious. Stay curious.